Hey, it's Sunju. And it's Sunjit. And this is all over the place. One, two, three, let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. If you're new here, please be sure to check out our previous episodes and we hope you like what we're doing and continue listening. So for this week's episode, we are going to switch it up. This week, we're doing a throwback and talking more about ourselves. As your co-hosts, we wanted to share more about ourselves and fun stories and just about life in general. So let's get into it. Okay, so one thing I did want to talk about is, so I have a younger sister and you have an older sister. So that's like kind of interesting. I, I mean, for me, it's two girls, but for you, like your yeah, parents, yeah, it's I have a guy a sister, and a girl. So it's a guy and a girl, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, for me, being the older sibling, like it low-key sucks, but at the same time, it's great, you know? Yeah, I, w- I would say like this for me, I I like being the younger sibling, like, but I, I also see like a lot of these stereotypes like, oh, like the older sibling has to go through like the hardest struggles, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that is so I fast. mean, partially I would say that's true, but like that's being overestimated. No, you know? okay, no, no, no. See, the older sibling has to put down the foundation that the younger sibling can follow. And you know what I'm saying? Like the older sibling, if you do something wrong, it affects the younger sibling too. So at least for me, if I did something, then I would always get in trouble, right? But if my sister did something, if me, he did something, then I would get in trouble too. So it was like a lose-lose situation. Yeah, no. Nah. For me, though, like, I feel like my sister and I have always just covered each other in regards to what we do. But I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, um, you know, there, there's been times where I know for a fact, like, you know, she got the harsher punishment. But, like, for sure, like, one thing I will say is I, I'm very proud of the bond that I have with my sister because not a lot of people have that. Um, as in, like, I'm able to, like, trust her and make sure, like, um, like I'm always there for her. She's always there for me all that um and i mean that's that's a really good thing like i, I truly value that bond because like you know a sibling sometimes siblings are just simply not close you know they barely speak to each other but like i'm really happy that you know um i get like you know she's my best friend that's a good thing yeah same i mean me and mihi we didn't get close until i reached high school and so when okay sorry i had to clear my throat but um until i reached high school we were very like oh i have to love her because she's my sister kind of thing but now it's definitely not like that like after high school after i started high school we definitely got a lot closer and you know we'd rely on each other and trust each other a lot so we have like a whole system going on you know we we have a system that we don't really explain to anybody else it's like kind of our own sacred thing but you know whenever i get in trouble like she'll cover for me and vice versa so she's genuinely my best friend too and i can rely on her for anything but at the same time if she does do something wrong i get blamed for it and if you do something wrong i don't think your sister like like your sister think, obviously takes the blame but if okay. it's the other way around you don't get blamed too i think i think like uh i i don't think that holds true like that might be a special case for you where you always get blamed but for me like there have been times where i get blamed you know it's not like or like both of us have to take responsibility i'm not saying that like nowhere near equal i would stay still you know i I would say like younger sibling privilege is real but i would also say it's not as big as most people think it is you know i mean no i mean since mihi has gone to high school it's probably a lot less because now her actions are on her. 
so um and I'm not really like taking care of her like yeah I am but I feel like she's more responsible than I am in some cases so she's the one that's telling me like dude what are you doing like relax so she's the one holding me accountable I think we do that for each other you know we hold each other accountable so we'll always be like okay you like that was wrong obviously so now you have to fix that which I appreciate a lot that I have that bond with her no I would say like speaking specifically about like sibling bonds like um especially over quarantine I think like because my sister and I were like just home like up till like her graduation in high school like obviously we were like super super close because like we were literally living together like I would see her all the time whatever it is but like after she went to college obviously that was a big change for me you know um and that was a big change for her as well but you know during quarantine I would say, like, we were able to get closer because both of us were at home again, like, those, like, past, like, I don't know, like, before she graduated from high school, and, you know, that was truly valuable because, um, I don't know, I think I mentioned this on the show before, um, but uh, I started, like, a company with my sister called Shark, uh, and it's, it's like a social media shopping app, and, I mean, we started it, we developed it, we kind of, we just worked together on it for a couple of months, and, I think that was a truly valuable and like like significant aspect of a relationship because um, not only is she like someone I look up to, someone that like I share a great bond with, but like she's also like like someone that I can professionally work with something while being like someone like my best friend, you know, which is like really, really valuable, I would say. Yeah, I think over quarantine, yeah, me and Mihi got a lot closer too because we would spend a lot of time together, but we didn't really like develop an app or anything but we mostly like hung out a lot we started sharing a lot of similar hobbies so we'd play table tennis a lot or watch a lot of shows together or read together so a lot of things like I introduced to her and she would introduce to me so I feel like our hobbies like I genuinely like my interest definitely expanded like it wasn't as I wasn't as close-minded and that's because of her obviously like I started liking a lot more things I that I thought I wouldn't like before. So I definitely like owe that to her. And quarantine was honestly like, if she wasn't there, I don't know what I would do. Like quarantine was saved because of Mihi. I I don't know what I would do without that experience. I would have been so bored. That's low-key facts, bro. Like like my sister and I just got like super, super close again during quarantine, which was like really cool, bro. Um, Next... Okay, well, next topic we have listed here, which we want to discuss, is more, like, oriented to hobbies. Um, so the ho- I made such a clean transition with that, and you I just did not. I literally couldn't. How no. was I supposed to make a good transition? You could have been like, oh, speaking of hobbies <laughs> that we share or something. No, I mean, we weren't speaking about hobbies we share. I was. Oh, my you bad. Just, you just weren't paying attention. Yeah, that's facts. Um, so... Okay, well, hobbies, right? So the hobby I chose to kind of talk about during this episode um, is programming, actually. So programming was like something that I got into in elementary school. So my dad, he is completely computer science oriented. You know, like that's like that's his area. And he's like, okay, I consider him like a genius in that field. Like I look up to him in, in that regards. Like there is so much that he knows and it's actually like, astonishing so i'm sure i've expressed this opinion in the past um i love computer science you know like i think it's really fun i think it's very interesting and like it is very captivating but um obviously i like well not obviously for me my personal preference will always be like 
I wouldn't want to pursue computer science as my main career path. It's that simple because uh, like, I just can't imagine myself behind a computer. Like, it's just not what I personally want to be doing with, like, like you know, once I get a job. But programming was like an integral part to like me growing up, I would say. Because uh, fourth, fifth grade, right? that's probably when I started. Um, you know, I started doing my dad's classes. I started learning Python, uh, some basic web development, whatever it is. And I started getting into comp- competitive programming and all that. And like back then, honestly, like I, I loved it so much because like I saw it as a puzzle. And even now, like there's like specific competitive codes that I still do. Obviously, I don't have as much as time, but like I genuinely love participating in like whatever I do bare minimum because it's always fun to like I guess practice my problem solving skills a lot big misconception about like programming is it's all like you need to spend a lot of time like learning I mean yes you do you need to spend a lot of time learning but it's also like a lot of it is problem solving and learning how to like yeah it's like learning how to like you know solve an error with your logic which is which is a really useful skill set and that's has always been like a great part of my childhood as in like up till I don't know maybe like high school, ninth, 10th grade, I was pretty convinced I would be a software engineer. Um, Like, you know, that was just like the path I would take. But I quickly realized that computer science is everywhere, you know, like whatever skills I'm learning now and what I want to continue to learn, I can put into use basically anywhere in my life. Like it's very like, it's great to be technical, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah, for me, when I started programming, it was during like the time when it was, you know, woman in STEM, you know, like emphasis on that and girls need to code kind it's of thing. It's still emphasis. Woman in STEM represent. No, no, no. But it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it still is. But like, it was like very like the beginning, I guess, of um of that time, like of being like, oh, woman in STEM is so important. Again, I agree. It is very, very important. So, yeah, in sixth grade, I think I started programming or it might have been in fifth grade. But yeah, I, I just started going see I wasn't in like a smack um a smacks program in middle school so I just went to this club run by Poolsville um seniors I think they were junior juniors actually and it was at like the media center in um Germantown so it was a Germantown library and they would hold this um these classes for programming to learn python every single week and i just remember having so much fun like i would love going there it was so fun the mentors were so nice and you also like learned a lot but it was also not just like sitting in front of a computer like they tried to do other stuff other activities which was really really fun so yeah i did a lot of that and in girl scouts like we held a lot of these um coding classes for younger girls to you know get badges or I got my silver award through that too like teaching coding so yeah I always really like ComSci too I don't know if like I would want to do like strict programming in the future but I would definitely want to do something in ComSci and major in ComSci no actually um one other thing that I want to share kind of is um in regards to computer science like this past summer I was actually able to create like a um like a non-profit with a couple of friends and I was able to like coach or like teach like computer science concepts um and you know like competitive computer science concepts and all that foundational stuff and that was genuinely one like a, like a really great experience because you know I wasn't doing it for like monetary reasons or anything I was literally just doing it to like teach I guess and that was kind of when I realized like 
yeah, I genuinely, partially, you know, uh, like, people know this about me, I'm pretty impatient, like, I'll be patient when I'm teaching by force, like, I'll make myself be patient, but, like, teaching, it's not necessarily always my thing, but computer science, that's when I realized, you know, as, as much as I don't want to take it as a career path, you know, that much I can say, like, I, I do have a decent amount of passion towards it. Yeah, and also Cyber Patriots was, like, really, really fun for me. I think after doing that, it kind of, like, locked in that, oh, I really want to do computer science in the future. And, on like, even during those competitions, you would sit in a chair in front of a computer for six hours. And honestly, like, it did not feel like six hours for me. And probably in the future, working nine to five, like, it will feel a lot longer. But I think I would be okay with that. Yeah, I would say so. Do you want to move on to the next hobby? Oh my god <laughs> okay so another thing i want to talk about like a big thing for me growing up was singing and dancing i was very much in love with singing and dancing i still love singing and dancing i don't sing anymore like classical carnatic music anymore or dance um do bollywood dance anymore but i still love dancing like if there's a party or um someone asked me to perform for a party i would love to do it i would do it anytime and singing i just sing at the temple now really or like whenever my parents ask me to or just for god i guess but yeah at a really young age at like four years old i started um taking lessons for carnatic um music and singing and honestly i loved it so much when i was younger a lot of people when i was younger would tell me oh you have such a pretty voice so i was very into it and was very very into singing like when i was younger i really really wanted to be a singer and an actor when i grew up that was like my biggest dream ever and obviously like when i was younger I, there was one day, I think the first profession I ever wanted to be was like a fashion designer. And then I told my dad one day that I would want I would want to be president. Like I was like, I'm going to be the president of the United States. I told him that and he still doesn't let it go. Anana, if you're listening, I don't want to be president anymore. So let it go. That's not happening. But yeah, um, I would cycle through all of these careers I always wanted to do. Like I think in fifth grade, I told my dad that I wanted to be an Egyptian archaeologist because I was reading 39 Clues, I think, or it was a, yeah, I think I was reading 39 Clues so much, or it was a different book, and I was like, I want to be that, and so I was very much cycling through careers like that, but singing and acting was, like, something I genuinely wanted to do so much. I was always called a drama queen when I was younger, so I always, like, went with it. I think you still are, to be (laughs) honest. Okay, okay, but yeah, I mean, singing was a very, very big part of my life, because, that required a lot of discipline, you know, like sitting down, practicing every day and actually like singing well. And honestly, it's nerve wracking too. like a six year old singing in front of everybody at like a temple event or something. That was really scary for scary for me. So obviously, like that helps me like be more brave and be more courageous. And so singing was a really big part for me. And I stopped singing, like taking lessons last year like late last year which is pretty sad i low-key want to keep doing it i think i just got so busy which sucks because even now like i always sit back and think i'm like you know i say i'm too busy but if i really wanted to make time for something i would make time for it you know i feel like everybody says that these days we're like oh academics takes so much this takes so much this takes so much but it's like if you really wanted to do something you would put time into it and make time for it and i think that's something that i'm like realizing a lot now and thinking about because even when I was younger I competitively danced for a while and um 
I think I stopped in middle school right before I came to high school and dancing was literally like my favorite thing in the entire world. I didn't do classical dance, but I did do Bollywood dance and I did compete and it was so fun. Like I genuinely, that was something that helps with my stress and just helped me in general like feel like myself. And now I don't dance as much. Like I, I always dance like around the house or whatever, like randomly and everybody like in my family stares at me and is like, what are you doing? But it's fine. Like it makes me happy. So I do it. But yeah, I really wish I continued dance too. And I always look back. I'll see like competition pictures and stuff and me with like makeup when I was like five years old. I'm like, oh my God, wait, I look so cute. And so, and I'll see old performances and I'm like, what am I doing? I thought I did so good. But yeah, I really wish I continued both of those things. And that's like another thing. Like, I think in the previous part, I talked about how I wish I continued golf or swimming and all these different things. Like, I, I just stopped doing because I was like, I don't have time for them. But at the end of the day, if I really wanted to do it, I would have made time for it, which kind of sucks now that I'm realizing it. Yeah, for singing, actually. Oh you, know, you know what's crazy? <laughs> um, No, okay, well, it, it's not... For singing itself, I would say, like, most recently, like, I started doing a little karaoke whenever I go places you, no, with no, karaoke. No, no, no. Anjin can actually sing. Not really, all right? I sing, like, you know, impromptu. You no, know, you can actually my sing. My go-to karaoke, karaoke song is... Karaoke. All, okay, all right. Um, is All of Me by John Legend. Great song, yeah. So um, I, I would say, like, karaoke has always been, you know, fun. Um, but I never did it, you know. I, I've always enjoyed singing. I really enjoy music in general, to be honest. Yeah, I love music. Yeah. Um, no, so, like, I used to song <laughs> like write songs and everything. I think everybody had that phase, though. Yeah, I actually carried through with it. Shout out, Vishesh. No, <laughs> no. We'll bring him on the show soon. Um, no, like, I, I would say... Uh, singing has always, like, been something that I never thought I could do, but, like, I guess I've been getting a little more confident with that. My sister could actually genuinely sing. Oh, yeah, she can sing. Um, but, yeah, so I would say, uh, but, like, I did, I did actually, you know, for people who know what Cesarell is. If you do, I'm so sorry. Okay, there's no need for that. Um, so, like, I have actually, um, you know, I, I make... I made music, I guess. I don't really make music much anymore. But, um, like, I, I as much as I get roasted for it, you know, I still made rap music. And, like, I, I'm, am I proud of it? I don't know. But do I regret it? Definitely not. <laughs> what if uncles and aunties go and look for Cesarell right now? That's fine. They can listen. They'll enjoy it for sure. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. They'll enjoy my immaculate music catalog. Um, I, I would say I don't regret it for sure. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, like, really fun to look back on. Exactly. Like, it was always just, you know, like, a fun activity for me. No, seriously, like, all of my Temple friends, we have this group chat, and they'll just randomly send videos from when I was, like, eight of me singing, like, a budgeon, and they're always like, Sanjay, you're so cute, and I'll, like, watch it, or they'll send um, videos of Mihi, too, and we'll be watching it, we'll be like, why do we look so lost, and it's so nostalgic and so nice to look back on, so I'm really glad that I did sing for a really long time, and obviously, like, I love singing for the temple still, and I still love dancing, too, so, yeah. I think, I think my, like, love for music has always been, like, it's always been there, because I remember, like, elementary school we had to take like music class mandatory 
Oh, um, yeah, young recorders. <laughs> yeah, recorders and everything. But I remember there was literally a unit where we had to compose a piece. And there was, like, oh, a yeah. software called Note Flight, I think. I don't know if you guys use that. Yeah, you guys use that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, only me. Um, so, Note Flight, when I first got introduced to it, I was, like, actually obsessed. Because I was, like, I was... I spent actual time composing music, like, for real. Like, but by that time, I was mainly composing, like, classical music. Or as a, I was obsessed. Yeah. Or, oh, violin. Or, yeah, I was obsessed with, like, movie scores and stuff. So I would try to make, like, movie soundtracks and stuff. Movie soundtracks are so amazing. Yeah, there was there was a point in my life where I was like, oh, I want to be a music director for some of these, like, big movies. <laughs> um, but, like, music. Why did Davy Street Prasad pop in my head when you said that? okay um so like i would say music is always like like it's always been a part of me you know yeah i definitely think it's a big part of my life and it still is obviously and honestly like music is the only way like i really connected in general with people i guess but also with myself if that makes sense like (laughs) why are you looking at me weird okay but um music was just like a big part of my life and I really love listening to music a lot. My mom would always say, like, why do you always have earbuds in? Why are you always listening to music? Talk to people around you, which is low-key facts. Like, now I'm literally just always listening to music, and I kind of die down on being social, which is honestly really weird because anybody who knows me, they always say I'm super, super social. See, this was a clean transition. Did you see what I did okay, there? Okay, congrats. Yeah, yeah, Okay. But everybody I know always says I'm very social. And I agree. I am a social butterfly. Like, I'm a very, very social person. I love talking to people. I love talking in general. I think everybody knows that. Everybody listening probably realized that, too, while listening to the podcast. But um, I think especially this year and over quarantine, my social skills just died. Like, they, they're they not as strong as they used to be. I Like, I'm social, but... I I just don't talk to people anymore, if that makes sense. And it's, like, kind of ironic in a way. Because I know you, you, like, you're pretty introverted. But I'm very extroverted. But I'm still, like, struggling to, I guess, maintain friends now. Because I'm just not keeping in touch as much as I used to. Or I feel like I'm just putting, like, in so much effort into other people. And I don't return that. And they don't return that. No, I would say I, I am a relatively introverted person, for sure. And um, I, I would say I struggled with that a lot when I was younger because, like, in general societal standards, everyone wants to be an extrovert. Um, like, everyone is like, oh, being extroverted is, like, the way to go. It's the best thing. And I, I would say, like, hmm, that that kind of, like, messed with me when I was younger. Like, I did struggle with how, like, naturally non-social I was, I guess. And I still am naturally that unsocial. Like, my natural tendency will always be, okay, I, I don't really want to, like, talk, to be honest. I, I think only, you got a lot better at that, though. I only talk when I need to still, I would say. But, um, you know, like, genuinely speaking, um, okay, my thing is I don't need to be social to make friends. I don't know if you guys know what I'm saying, but, like, I feel like my friends, like, whoever I consider my friends, they're my friends just because, like, I genuinely connected with them. It's not, like surface level where i have to like force myself to talk to people and then i like eventually get close with them for me it's always been like whoever my closest friends are it just happened you know 
yeah i think for me growing up i was always that person that was like what if this person doesn't have a friend i'll be their friend so i just always wanted to be everyone's friend and be there for everybody which is a good thing but also a really really bad thing because it stresses me out a lot if someone that's just like my surface level friend comes to me and tells me about their problems like i do everything in my power to fix it for them even though it's not my problem to fix And I think that's a big thing that I'm learning now and trying to fix now is being like, oh, I'm going to care, but I'm not going to like put my everything into it because I also have my own problems that I should be focusing on. And what you were saying about everybody wishes they were extrovert. I'm an extrovert. So speaking from my side, I don't necessarily know if being an extrovert is like the best thing for me, at least, like especially in middle school. I was friends with everyone, but everybody was in a friend group and I was just never in any of those friend groups, but I was friends with everyone. (coughs) Oh my God. So basically like during lunch and stuff, I would be like shuffling through tables and just sitting down at a table for 10 minutes, going to a different one. But I was never like actually a part of a group, which was really hard for me because it's like, I never really had best friends in middle school, except when I met Sahana. But yeah, because me and Sahana were those two people who just never talked to a specific group. We would talk to everyone. So we never really had a group. So it was basically just us two and Amy too. So literally that was it. And especially in like high school, obviously I was friends with everyone, but I wasn't really in a group either. So that kind of like bothered me a lot because obviously I wanted to be in a friend group, not just because of like the sitcom friend group thing, but just because, you know, you want to have that close circle of friends and I just never really had that and I think this year especially I was trying to find that and trying to find like that close circle of friends that I can rely on and I kind of realized like it doesn't matter how many friends I have it matters about like how many people I know like care about me and even if that's like two or three people that's way better than having like 50 surface level friends there's a Kanye bar like that but I can't say because it's explicit if you know you know um I, yeah, I, I would say, you know, like this whole, like, like the friend thing, especially like I, it's just something that I would say, you know, like, you know, friends in general, we want a friend group. That's like our natural tendency, but it's really great that we can just find like people that we can just be close to, you know, just friends in general. Like you don't need a friend group. You just need friends. Yeah, exactly. Sense. You just need that close circle of your own. You don't need it to be like, oh, your close circle is the same as everybody else in that circle. It doesn't necessarily have to be a group, but just having people you can trust and you know that are going to have your back and care about you is really nice. And before, I feel like before this year, I just genuinely did not know who those people were because I was just surface level friends with everybody. No, I actually think we talked about this in previous episodes, but I feel like it was just way easier when we were younger to make friends. Um, Like, I literally remember when I was younger, I would just go outside and like, we would like there's just like this blanket term for little kids where it's just like play outside (laughs) like no one really knows what that means to be honest like it could constitute to anything like i would do some crazy stuff saranch you remember bro like we used to like have stick fights and like like play hunger games in our neighborhood i don't even know what that meant um karthik one of my family friends hopefully getting on an episode soon we're talking about it um so like Karthik and I, I and my sister like we used to literally be like like you know so tight we would sleep over on like school days that's how tight we were um like we used to make bug food bro we used what to like is that? <laughs> let me explain like we literally used to like crumble up like leaves and like grass and like I don't know okay herbals. I thought you meant you killed bugs I was gonna be sad for a second. no like we literally made that and we like 
we put we created like a mixture of that and gave it to ants it was it was what? it was a you literally kill effort. ants now what do you mean feeding ants okay but like back then i was humanitarian i'm sure you life were. has changed you know <laughs> i don't like ants anymore there was just one ant in india that bit me and it like i i got like a red mark on my foot an ever ant since then this small no bro there was one you. of them toxic like red fire ants bro <laughs> i'm glad it bit you okay um but like ah, you know we just used to do like crazy things like that even when i got to like you know i moved and i came to clarksburg actually and you know it was definitely a change but like i got really close for a couple of years at least especially during the summers for some reason with like my neighbors and like we would just like play outside literally all the time so our place is like a construction zone and one of the houses was just like a dirt pile at one point like a dirt mountain like before it was being built like it was just a construction site we used to do like crazy things on that dirt (laughs) mountain we used to try to climb on it and like play like random games like catch and stuff on the mountain thing um you know we just did so much like we used to play manhunt i don't know if you guys know what that game is it's like intense hide and seek um but it's just i for me it was it was just easier to have fun when i was a kid you know yeah, I completely agree. Having friends was so much easier when you were younger. You know, for me, like, I would just go up to someone and be like, you want to be f- best friends now? And then be like, yeah. And then you would just spend every second together. And at least for me, I hung out with my neighbors so much when I was younger. And actually, so they didn't know how to pronounce me and Mihi's names. So they called me Sun and Mihi Moon which is kind of funny and even when they see me now they still say hi son like and we're all so much older now i think one of them one of them actually moved which is pretty sad but he's probably in high school uh the two girls one of them's off in college i think she probably graduated college now and the other one's in high school too so yeah like we all like literally would hang out so much when we were younger every single day my parents would literally like scream at me and be like why are you always outside you know and um but yeah i would play with them so much and it was so fun you know i biked with them all the time and we played basketball we would make up like really like I don't know crazy games with like a volleyball or basketball it was so weird like I swear like I have memories of us like flying somehow (laughs) so we would do I don't know bro we would literally like fly we'd like leap in the air to get somewhere but yeah like we were really tight and even with my family friends I was actually born in Virginia and I moved to Clarksburg when I was four so yeah when I was in Virginia like it was so fun because me and my family friends I love my family friends so much they're literally my second family Virginia is like my second home and I always wonder like how different my life would be if I was still in Virginia and I didn't move to Maryland at all but yeah like we used to have so much fun we would hang out all the time it was just one of those things where it's like you know I feel like if I met my family friends now we would definitely not be as close as we are right now but since we were so young and we were just immediately like oh our parents are best friends and we're gonna see each other for a long time all the time so why don't we just become close and it was just so easy and obviously that friendship was so easy to maintain throughout the years because of that foundation that we built when we were younger all right guys i think that wraps up today's episode (coughs) my bad (laughs) um so yeah our throats are just not it today so uh yeah i think that was kind of like our second segment of this little like special episode that we're doing why uh what is it why we are interesting people my bad i blame yeah so this is just our second segment more to come um 
if you guys have any questions for us, feel free to comment down on our Instagram post, whatever it is. And um, honestly, if you want us to talk about different topics, like different phases in our lives, then also let us know. Because trust me, there were a lot of weird phases, at least for me. Uh, there probably was for Unjin. Look at him. But yeah. Or I, I guess listen to him because you can't see him. But yeah, so let us know um, what you guys want to see or what you're interested in um, episode ideas in general. So yeah, um, be more interactive with us on our Insta. We'd love to talk to you guys. Um, also, speaking of our Insta, make sure to follow it. It's at all underscore over dot the place. And that's also our TikTok handle. And yeah, um, I think that's all of our socials, right? But yeah, new episodes every Wednesday. So make sure to tune in every Wednesday. But thank you guys so much for listening and have a good week. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Let's go.